in the Kissinger thing. I shouldn't say. I'm talking about our shop. It's not on the video, so if it just that got on video, that was on. It's on. Okay. Well, I don't know which one. There are a lot of people with that last name in the phone book. Maybe. So now they're going to want to know what was doing our Shabbos, but Avi, you can walk in. Yes, and yes. So we actually, yes, I made Marmachem is just a lesson which we never had inside, and it's going to be a separate the Shira Joshua. Um, I don't know if it's going to be um, recorded though, but I <coughs> thank you for reminding me. I, I do have it ready, and I already have uh, Sink Q. The question is, has somebody tie in with so many things, but it happens to be I get a Hanukkah, so between now and then we'll probably get to it. So a number of people wanted me to speak more on the suit buying and the shotness, which I'm going to get to. So right now we're in the middle of a very famous machlekes, and we need another night or two to go through this. So remind me, we have a couple of sugiyas after Lufnaivir in a couple of months. I didn't forget about your uh, bishul, which malachas are undone afterwards in the zareah, which somebody in the back asked. So we have a couple of uh, important things to go back to afterwards, but I want to not lose the momentum over here. Again, the minig's local for regular low-ended suits or middle-ended suits, if that's what they're called. There's some very high-ended companies that are known to have a lot of shotness and are already way above Amir Amatsi. That's where the Machalik Sishan comes in and is based on Mishnayis, how to learn our din that a Machalik could model it. Tais has already said it can't be a psychration that we're going to focus on tonight. And others say, even if it's a psychration, give another explanation. So that we're going to need for now. And there's another one that talks about trying to get across the meches, apparently in those days, by border control. They had a green line and a red line. And the Rishayim over there comment is not in violation of Dina Mechusadina because it was a meches and a midmeilov and you didn't have to pay them. So you were trying to not have it in your suitcase, you'd have to pay duty, and if you wear it, you don't, and it was shotness. So, if it's shotness, you do it, you could tell it's shotness, you can even sell it to a guy because he won't trick a yid. If it's shotness in a D, you can't sell it to a guy because he might sell it to a yid. So, he plans on doing business with it, but he wants to wear it. So, there's a Mishnah about that, and it seems to say it's Osir, there's a Mishnah about modeling it, uh, which seems to say it's mutter, the shayla is when, and then there's our shayla of trying it on the store, which some claim is worse, because you try it on the store, when you're modeling it, you just want to show it to him, how it would fit him, not trying to wear it. When you wear it in the store, you're actually trying to wear it, true to measure it, but also to get the feel. You want to feel, is it a geshmaka suit? That might be a little bit worse, and there's a big machlek, is that I had it down with this, they're all trying to be miyash of the mini, because it's quite expensive to order custom-made suits and if people buying low the suits, you want to be able to try it on because the store doesn't want you to take it. So that's why there's this push lahokal and why the mini became lahokal, but we still check it afterwards because you never know, and there are some very scary stories about things that were assumed that we haven't had shotness in this line of middle suits for years, and all of a sudden it has. These things change, which is why we check them. So that's the short answer for now is, as we mentioned last night, the mini is lahokal, but it's a big machlekes, what the heter is, based on a combination of sveikas, machlekes v'shainim. Some of it we're going to get to now, which we need for this Rebbe Vega. So go to page four. Historically, with shotness, is 90 years ago, it wasn't the topic. 
I know. My uh, grandmother, Rebison's grandmother, was one of the people who, when they came off the boat, uh, landed in Williamsburg. I think she lived first before Bar Park. And she had uh, bought a dress in America for the first time. And she started asking around, where do you check it? And they said, where do you check it? This is America. So she didn't like that answer. So she was, there were actually, it was a grassroots, Rosenberg was very famous for that. It was a grassroots push for it, and that was a chiddush then. Because in America, we're still trying to figure out how to read those ingredients on those panels and shouldn't say, Chaz, we're not criticizing them. They had to start somewhere. We now in food technology are, you can't just read the ingredients, as you know. But then they had to start somewhere, and it was uh, from people who really were going against the tide, who were demanding it. And uh, we're living off the system. But yeah, they used to do a chemical test he had because flax can't really take the dye, but now it does because technologically they produce it different. And now they have to look at everything under a microscope. It's a different process. But he was a pioneer. So if we have time, you'll mind me in a month or two, we'll uh, get to some of the modern chemists on that. It's a fascinating topic, which is not good to everybody buying clothing. Right now, go to page four of your copy that we've been on. And if you're listening, it's the same one from last night which begins with the Gemara and Shabbos, which had page one on Chavtes, which had the Gemara, that you can model the suit to the coat. And Tesis says it can't be a Pesachresha, but as we'll see now, that's not the only Shita. So we had thus far a Machlekes, and the Nesivis, otherwise known as the Makar Chaim, or the Makar Chaim, otherwise known as the Nesivis. And the Makar Chaim had Akasha. Why is it that the Magad Avram refers to only Chametz that he didn't know about, and now you found out about it, unfortunately. Why is that called an Avera Bishagig? It sounds like it's an Avera. Why is it Avera? It's Masasek. That was his Kasha. To which he answers that the Petur Masasek, which he assumes is not only a Petur from Kerb, but it means there's no Avera at all, in the opinion of the Sivas. That's only when there's a Maisa Avera, and if I didn't know what I was doing, I was walking, and something happened. On Shabbos, everybody agrees that's not a Maisa but some other, I pressed, uh, I walked in the store and all of a sudden a blade came down. That was your example, in a very likely scenario. A blade came down and took off four of his payas, uh, two of his payas, and five of his uh, pasta zakan. And uh, that had nothing to do with uh, my Maisa, I had no, no idea it would trigger it. So the Deceivers Holes assumes in his Kasha that it's not an Avera at all. And he wonders, so why is there. Uh, it's a Maisavera Beshegig. So his chilik was, if you remember, that when it comes to a Maisavera, if you didn't know what was going on, it's not a Vera for you. But if the whole Isser is Shev Altasa, there's no Maisa, like by your, by must, you just own it, you continue to own it, that's not going to help you because it doesn't depend on a Maisa. Rabbi Kivager didn't agree with the whole Kasha. He says, why isn't it even assuming that? Masasek is patulagamri to the level of Inus, or maybe better. It's not a Maisavera. It is a Maisavera. It just happens to be patul from carbon. That's the basic machlekes we're working on with many nafkaminas. And Rabbi Kiveger began to bring a ride last night, and we were out of time by three minutes. I didn't even finish the next paragraph. He seems to have a suffix from the following raya. Go to page four, top line. Chashafti. I had a havamina, which means he's going to be misopic about it. Chashavti lavi raya matamina bebrachas hametzik kalim bebigdei peshta filu b'shuk. He realizes he has shatnes. He has to take off his jacket or more if it's shatnes daraisa. Shatnes daraisa, by the way, is not so easy to find depending on which shatnes you hold. Like 
Shua Tavivana is it has to be intertwined. The question is each fiber or just the linen somewhere connected to the wool. Uh, Rashi holds it's every single fiber. That's much less common. Tasis says that anywhere connected in the Ramam holds, even if it's just pressed in like uh, stuffing, like in the shoulder pads, which is the most common scenario, what we call felt, just pressed together. The Ramam holds that's a problem. Rashi tells us it's not. So there's plenty of shotness to Rabbanon around. That's one of the sniff from Lakhul to buy suits. Maybe it doesn't have shotness, and if it does, Maybe it's only shot in his Durabonon, it's considered two different sphakas, and then uh, lower the suits. Maybe it's not a Miyadamatsu, even though we do check it, but it's enough to try it on to rely on the Rishayim that hold that's not Hana. So there are many things playing here. And Rabbi Kivega suggests, based on this Gemara, third line down, you have to let the guy know, even in the middle of the street. Even though it's embarrassing, if it's a derisa, we're not worried about the covered abrius, and we're concerned, but we can't help him. Vamai, top line, the second paragraph. Hakiva and Danny Day should be declined. He doesn't know the shotness. That's a classic masasik. A masasik, the lucky is a derisa. Umutur mishum covered abrius. So, what's the problem if it's only durabanon? You shouldn't have to tell the guy in the middle of the street. Call him at the building first. See, hear this, Rabbi Kivager is not only arguing with the receivers that it's a Maisa Vera, he also sent his Dereisa, just up a tour from Carbon. It's not like a small, it's an Issa Dereisa. Sasek is a problem. Like a Shagig, you did an Issa Dereisa, they have to have Carbon, it's less than a Shagig. It's more than an Inus. Ella Dolachiva Teira, Carbon, I love. No, size I raised last night in the last 10 seconds of the year. Why would this be a raya? L'chera mesasek, when you get hana, like chalav varayas, you eat. Or arayas, there's hana. So there's no patur mesasek going to anybody. And he's chayva karman. It works. So Rabbi Kivega brings up, you see from here, you got to tell the guy because he's doing something he doesn't know about. It's mesasek. So it's a raya that mesasek is a maizavera. Why is it a raya? Everybody holds a maizavera. The Sivas agrees, everybody agrees because it's so Rabbi Kivayger tells you that there's another side to the story, and he asked that on himself on the next page. Look at the five. Top line. Amnon, yesh litzchais de kelayim da iser hanas chimum havikem echalam varayis de mesasi chayim. The question is, why is this like the other side of the story? Why isn't this push it? But I think it's a good riot, and I think I'm right, and I think it's a Masavera, and I think that Nesiva's kasha is not a kasha, and that's why you're ever by your it's a Masavera. So, now, most of the raid now, listen carefully, is on this suffix. What's Rabbi Kivager and Masipigama? just brought up a major issue here. He just talked about shotness. The guy's wearing shotness, and he has a suffix, seems to have a suffix, whether that's considered misasik, and there will be a shayla, is it a patur from Kerbin, is it mutalagamri, is it not? He holds not mutalagamri, it's a good raya, but he's not sure. Why is that like chalam varais? It's classic, not misasik, no patur whatsoever. Why isn't it chalam varais? Everybody understand the kasha? And the, the answer to this is very important to how we approach it. Everybody asked this, Rabbi Kivag is a suffix about it. The question is, what's his sad suffix? So, you could say, some say, that shatnis, the chidosh is, you can only be over this or when you wear it. And it has to be a beggar that normally gives hana. But the yes, isser is not the hana. That's a possibility, which we're not going to mention here, but that's an interesting possibility. 
I have a comparison. If you were here on Sukkot, we spoke, Baruch Hashem, we carved out one more nafkamina in Tesvav, Tesvav. We had a number last year, we had another one or two this year. So Tesvav, Tesvav, we all know, tells you, you got to eat in the first night in the Sukkah, and, and if it's raining, you got to wait, but if it's still raining, you got to go in, don't make a lay shape because the machlek is a bit there, half the Rishayim hold. The mitzvah is to eat. Ah, it's not Teshu can do it, it's pouring. So it's pouring. We still do it. And they're not common, but they're years when you wait, 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 and you have to wait. Ashi Yetzirah Safek Meliva, not Ashi Yetzirah Liba Misafek, and you have kids crying. Okay, you wait an hour, two, three. You wait, then you go out, you don't make a leishet, these are machlekes, but why are we going out? We're going out because the hakira all boils down to is Tesvav, Tesvav telling you there's a mitzvah sachila here, almost like divorced from sukkah. You gotta eat it in the sukkah, but it's almost like no shaykhs, the rules and regulations of the sukkah. Or not, and many hold that you gotta eat there the first night because it's learned out from matzah. And even though the sukkah is dripping and it's pouring and there's no tejring in the door, you gotta eat it the first night, which means it has almost, I can't say nothing to do with sukkah, but very little. And there are many nafkaminas, that's why some are mahmer and they say don't dip it in any dip and don't, and have a water challah. It's got a demon of matzah. These are all like serious suggestions, depending on how much you focus on the maizah achila. Those are chumras, but. Eating there the first night, even though it's raining, is not a chumrah. It's machlekes v'shainim. So, would you categorize guys spaced out? To be spaced out on sukkahs is not a good idea, as we explained. There are two kavanas in it: kavana do a mitzvah, and then laman yedu, which is certainly a kavana lechatchila. The bachholz is ma'akev, and so does the erachaner. Mishabur says it's not based on the primagod. So, forget about the second kavana. Basic kavana mitzvah tzichas kavana. So we saw this already. I think we saw it over Sukkis. If a guy is forced to eat uh, matzah at gunpoint and he eats the matzah and he's not in Kavana, is he Yetzi? So they bring a Rai from the Sukkis. It says, Masase bechalav varayas. It's chayif shakayim enei. I don't know. So the maizah is his. So if that's true by the Averis, it's true by the mitzvah. Did he eat it? Did he swallow it? Shakayim enei. That's by matzah. Is that true by sukkah? What would you think? Depends on this aspect. This I didn't say of a sukkah. I didn't want to wait till the next sukkah. It's not get to this. It, it, do we pin it on the maisa achila? Then the whole mitzvah is the achila. Then even if you spaced out, we did mention actually they did come up in the in the uh, bir The whole the whole focus is the maisa achila. So I had This is halav food. This is food. Or do we say, no, the mitzvah is sukkah, I just happened to have a chiv to eat here based on tesvav, tesvav, we don't focus on the maizah achila. So you have to pinpoint the aveira and the mitzvah by each sugya. So over here, is there an incident where a begot of shotness, just a begot has to be there for warmth? Or do you have to have direct hanah from the actual begot itself? So if you can model it, it sounds like, well, you're not having hanah, you're having other thoughts, that's okay. Is that part of a suffix, whether it's true? Because Tesa says, if it's a basic ratio, it's, it's also because I said you're getting Hana. So let's see what the possibilities are. Take a look at Hay on the bottom in the Horus. Listen to this. Uh, he's going to bring the uh, famous Ron. Mashmak, Mestapik, Rabbeinu Adav. It sounds like Rabbi Kiva Eger is Mesupik. He Mesase Bekalayim, Bashatna is Chayev Shekein Nene. Deesahu Banos Chimum. Deesah seems to be having Hana from the clothing. Kamadakaimu, Sanhedrin, Dasan Bez, Krisis, Tafiyatas, Mesase Bekalayim. So he wants to know simply what is Rabbi Kiva Eger Masipik about? 
He sounds like he's not sure whether this is fitting into the general category. Isn't Kalayim to wear something that warms you and you're getting on those? So what's the Tzad? If you just have it over your shoulders, the Rambam, by the way, says modeling it is only on your shoulders. He says you can't wear it completely. That's part of the machlekes by the suits. He's getting warmth from this beggar. So what's the tzad that this should be different? That's his shayla. So he says as follows. The very famous Ron, listen to this, you say, obviously, Rabbi Kiv could hold other Bisham, don't agree with it. This Gemara, you can model a coat, to model a jacket, just don't have Kavano. The Kasha, Lamaisa, and Anim, we assume you're getting some hanav. The tiritz, the taser says in a chanami, if it's a psikvesh saucer. Tiritz, the kivin de la machavin la hanav havimis asek legabe kalayim. If he doesn't have kavan, he's not doing it. His primary purpose is to model the coat. Even though it's a psikvesh, he's also getting hanav. It's fine, according to the Ram. Imishim shakei nana, kasaran, the din shakei nana, shakai misasek udafka banas achila, a hanas arayas. Top line. He says hanav has to be a high level hanav. Arayas and eating. Not wearing something. That's a fascinating chilik. And then he talks about Recha. Is that like Achila or not? Don Haram Binyan Recha. Lavika Achila. Spelling Recha for Zara. Let's say Yishlam and Sasi Bechayev Shkenene. The Enodemel Achila. Davi Anar Ba'alma. So the Shaila is uh, Is it a high enough level? Anar. Larmin Bezem Sasi Chayev Shkenene. So. The Ran is answering this question. Taisa says, if you're definitely getting Anah, it's also. It's only if it's 70 degrees without it and you're not getting any Anah, you're shitzing. The Ran says, no, if your main kavanah is to model it, it's fine, because Shekenen, to raise it to that level that it's also, is only by Chalam Barayas, because it's um, much more serious than uh, eating, is more of Anah than wearing something. That's saying it's going into your body. You're having the, the senses uh, take it in more. The Zed, the Lord, Kemar Shekasra, Tzadid Khan, Kalayim, and Rabbi Kivager seems to be misupic about this. He says, well, on the one hand, it's Mesasek and Kenenes, it's not Araya, but he's not sure. So, skip to the next paragraph. So, his suffix is we pass like the Ran, maybe. Otherwise, the Ran is clearly arguing. They don't raise the level of Chalom Varayas. It's important. The Ran says they can wear it. Why? It's only Misasik. It's not a high enough level. But he used the word Leka Avera. That sounds like the Nasivas. So that's a bigger problem. What does he do? You could say he argues on the Ran because other Bishayim don't seem to accept the Ran. Tesis doesn't accept it. You have to say it's a Machlokis and that's his Safi, but he doesn't spell it out. So that's the Shaila. Do we say that uh, he goes on to explain that the Rabbi Kivag himself quotes the Ran in Mesech the Kalayim and he mentions the Ran in the context of Tesis, alluding to this Machlekes. It's just interesting, Rabbi Kivag is writing 
a suffix, whether it's classic masasik, without alluding to the fact that it might be this machlekes v'shainim, but that would be the explanation of the Rabbi Kivager. At this point, again, if you uh, lost us, just to recap, at this point, there is a machlekes whether or not if somebody is so spaced out that uh, they didn't want to be doing the maisa that triggered this, or they're not spaced out, but they had no idea it was connected, and all of a sudden things go on and things happen. That's Masasik. Is that an Avera at all? Does it require any tshuva, or do we say it's not an Avera? Bechlal, Rabbi Kivega holds it is, and Asivas holds it isn't. Step number two, go to page six. Now we get into the sleeping issue which uh, Gershon and Avi you were asking about last night. Um, this plays a very big role. The person who's sleeping is alive. So, can you have a kind of sleeping in a room and bring in a dead body into the room? Of course not. That's like being matami biadayim, just too mazayil, you don't even have to have it touch. That's chayvimitzvahs. You might wonder why I have to mention that, because from some of the makers you're going to see, it sounds almost not so. So you can't do any iser safina biyadayim. Question is, how pushed is that, and are there any exceptions? So, we once saw this a number of years back on Sukkot, but we didn't go f- into it from this angle. So you'll see why this comparison to Masasik is important. And you'll see why the Lifnaiver issue is pertinent over here. Page 6, this is from the Licha Shlomo, Shlomo Zalman Arbach, written by Tamidim, and put together from various sources of what they heard in manuscript and from others from Shlomo Zalman. So take a look at Yid at the top. Mi shenirdim la'ainza chasla sukkah. You're not allowed to sleep out of the sukkah, unless you have one of the terim that is too cold, or uh, the family issues, or the other terim. So, mi shenirdim la'ainza chasla sukkah. A guy fell asleep, I just exhausted fell asleep, you walk in the room, he fell asleep in his bed on the table, whatever it is, and he's out of the sukkah. Isn't his bed, wouldn't that be more of a... Uh, well, if he went into bed, he's not a good guy, but he would claim, he might claim, no, I just got into bed to learn a little bit, and my safer was right here, and I planned on learning, not learning. Talk to my wife for a minute, before I go into the sukkah. Right, exactly, right. And you're just reading, you're relaxing. Uh, you can relax in the sukkah, okay, but I uh, wasn't ready to go out, the kids are making the bed in the sukkah, whatever. You're right, so a little bit more, you can't have a premeditated isra over here, but um, that's why you use the word line, so whatever the end is was. He thought it was horrible, ter- terrible weather, and then they told him it wasn't snowing or raining, and now he has to, he's supposed to go back in, but he fell asleep. So, Think, Allah flights, when people are blissfully sleeping, not aware of the issue of sleeping through his Mount Kriyash, Mount Tzilim. So you have to wake him up. So he starts off, it doesn't mean you shouldn't wake him up even according to this, because if he's going to be upset that he missed it, you, he might be happy you will mazaka him after he gets more coherent. Here again, he fell asleep out of the sukkah, Shalmaz Alman sounds like he's saying, you don't have to wake him up. Even though I started off with the example of being a Tommy kind of sleep. Let's not talk about his term right now. Uh, he says, the guy sleeping is part of a mitzvah. He's asleep. It wasn't premeditated. He didn't get in the bed to go to sleep. He's an honest. And he's potter. So what hector do you have to wake him up? He's part of a mitzvah. He's just sleeping outside of the sleep. Well... 
He's assuming, there's a mechaschina from this point, he's assuming the Isser is Novea from the Chiyiv to be in the Saga. It's not an independent Isser. Tumas Kainim is an Isser, I mean, it's Novea, in fact, he's a Kain, but it doesn't come from a Chiyiv Mitzvah. The Chiyiv Mitzvah starts off, the Asse is, Teshen Yidu, he's supposed to go in the Sukkah, maybe there's an Isser to eat uh, bread, Kabeya outside the Sukkah, there's an Isser to sleep, which is even more Hummer because a little bit of sleep gets you further, whatever the Lumdus over there is. So he's talking about. Potter Minamitzvah could mean he means Lord Sesay's also. That's, a, that's what we're going to get to. But what's Beferish over here wouldn't be a right to that because he's Mavatla Mitzvah and he's doing an Isser by Mavatla Mitzvah. So let's, let's call it that for now. But it's an important point vis a vis the uh, Tuma example. So that's a big statement. He's sleeping and you don't have to wake him up. So first take a look at Lamed Beis in the Dvar Locha. Points out he's arguing on a Ben Ishchai. The Lord Kamash Kasa Ben Ishchai Shan Al Pasha Zinu, Achaches, the Chayim Lahayer Esayash and Chutzusuka. Parshas Zinu was around Sukkot's time, or shortly before, and he obviously, uh, actually during, and uh, he points out Alachas in each parsha, and he says this scenario happens. You got to wake the guy up. So Shlomo Zalman is being chaylik on that. Lamed Beis, Sharei Lasa Teres Yeshiva Chutzusuka. To your point, doesn't start off as an iser. This is a big thing. We look at him as a shaita. He's not chayv mitzvahs now. He's not dead, Baruch Hashem. Right now, he has a din of a shaita. Page seven for a moment. Find it. There it is. Gummer, that's not a shaita, shaita gummer. Vela bach yuvahu klal. Okay, so that's to be explained. Okay, and the mashesis the teresh teashina bechag hasukas besukah and a rakla adam near b'shas shenish gavlishan. It's only talking about people who are awake, and they we instruct them don't go to up to your bedroom to your bed. You might fall asleep. <laughs> this is an honest, whatever the scenario was. Vela b'shashu kvar yashen. If you're sleeping already, he's not chayiv in the mitzvah, and therefore, unless you know he's going to be upset, you don't wake him up. Because he wants to do the mitzvah, which could be the case, there's technically no chiv to wake him up. Take a look at uh, one twelve first. This footnote down the bottom before we go back to the page well, before it. Because there's a chiv of arvus, and the chiv of arvus might start with telling him, "You can't go up to your bedroom. I know you. That happened last year, and I was." Already well, goofing off on the job, and I didn't. You've a chiv to stop him. You've a chiv to stop him. You're saying I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. You're saying you didn't stop. No, but if you had a chiv Ivers, you have a chiv to take care of him to the end. Saying you weren't there. It's not your. You walk in now. He's sleeping, but he's not an anus. So that far, Shlomozam didn't get. But if he got into the matzav where this is very bad for his ruchnius, because in Shemayim they don him as a pasheya. Well, then, but what, why, why is this different than somebody is sleeping on a on a stamma Tuesday morning? Yeah, and, and it's very good. It's my Christmas time. You don't have to be in an airplane for that. Very good. What? You don't have to be in an airplane for that scenario. Right. That's correct. Yeah, it's so not it's different. The guy's done it on us. He went to sleep it's, the night before. Mm, I mean. Well, the problem is, is that that statement is far from partial. It's usually not the case. Most from people know that every single morning there's not Krishna. He went to sleep. He didn't set an alarm. What is he thinking? <coughs> I've asked this to many people. 
What is he thinking? So, so some that, I understand, but some people tell me so good, but that only gets you once. That's like walking by the light once. If it's a teenager and he said, I can't believe it, I set an alarm, the guy told me at the store this is loud enough, and it wasn't loud enough. So you can make that mistake once, twice. Let's say it's the 29th time, and he didn't get one of those sonic booms. I had a lot of teenagers. There's some great inventions out there. Sometimes you're worried about the foundations of the house, where the thing is knocking around, but there's some very good technological solutions to this that wake up the whole house, but usually by the time they want to wake up, they're not going to the oldies meeting anyway. And we use them, and they work well. They bang around the room. You've got to do a paint job in the house afterwards. They fly. They bang around the room. So you can only make the mistake once, twice, or three times. And a harmony, that is another. They really tried. But if they, assuming they know there's not Kriyashima, they even set an alarm. I've had some people try to tell me that they wake up naturally. They're into, into natural living. They wake up naturally. The only problem is it's not true. Besides that, everything is fine. Uh, if they try it once and it didn't work, uh, you have to get to sleep very early and you can't be a teenager that wants to sleep the bagel or donut, whatever they decided to call it. There's an expression like that? Yeah, one so one of them. So, Lamaisa, you're asking, he's asleep now, but if he's a Pashaya, then, in a Hanami, he's a Shaita now, because of the matzah, so it would be important for his Ruchnias not to stay in that matzah. I think that's why he's calling it an honest, yeah. Somebody's sleeping and they roll over, they move their hand and they break something. That's a din. Adam uh, of being mazik is Adam and Tesis, and this is Machlech Tesis Ramban, are there exceptions to that rule? Because if you went to sleep, there was no vase, and you put a vase there. Now, why would somebody put a vase next to him? If there was a vase there, then he's Adam Okay, so how can no, the Muliela means if you don't own the vase and you go to sleep on your bed and you look at the vase and you say, I don't own a vase like that, that means the only other possibility is somebody else owns the vase or your wife went shopping again. But let's take that out of the equation. Um, so wives don't spend more money than men. Just the, the illusion is that they're just in charge of the shopping so they get blamed for it just for the... Just for the Shalom Bias record. Don't go home and bring that as a riot. So it's somebody else's vase. What? They wouldn't put it next to the husband. Uh, you're right. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. It wouldn't be so valid. So, uh, <laughs> so he goes to sleep. He realizes it's my neighbor's vase. And he wants, he's hinting I should be ashamed. And he goes to sleep. That's the wrong thing. You, you might roll over. And it's not a Pashiach. But that's Aynas. But then Taisa says, but Aynas Gomer, when he put the vase afterwards, that is Potter. And then Ramban argues with the Sfarin. That's already a tumult. Over here, as I'm saying, the first time offense and his friends convinced him, he just became Bar Mitzvah, don't worry about it, you will wake up with my Kriyashma. Bar Mitzvah was yesterday, the Bayam, but you will wake up because you have Yerushamayim, don't worry about it. And then he has Yerushamayim and he doesn't wake up. So you only make that mistake once. So that's not an honest anymore. That's the problem. So I agree, something doesn't fit the words, it keeps stressing, but that's why he's stressing on this over here. Take a look at 112 in the Archa Salacha, down the bottom. And we're going to get to this comment. He talks about a guy davening. And he says, if a guy is davening and he's so spaced out that his lips are moving and he has no shaykhs to the words, it's a shaykh where he's yetzim. We have that problem with the first Bokhash Manasseh, which is sort of makif. So his Lashon later, He says it's not a big difference between a guy who's sleeping and a guy who's davening, his lips are moving, he's spaced out and he's in Miami. So he says, 
So you see from that Lashon later on, that Rav Shama Zaman over here calls a sleeping guy a shaita mamish. He doesn't mean he's a shaita mamish. He's still in theory, chayiv and something, because his comparison to a guy who's davening, who's awake, whose lips are moving, and he's spaced out. He's not a shaita mamish. So his comparison is, is that if you're sleeping or if you're very spaced out, you're not connected to anything. So if you're sleeping, you're mamish and honest and you have a dinner of shaita, you're not chayv and so you can't be expected to do anything while you're sleeping. That's his comparison. Now, the problem is as follows, and I'll just point this out now, and we'll continue with it on Monday. Go back to page 6 for a moment. Actually, we don't have to go back to page 6 because the rest of it is on this next uh, footnote. Actually, go back to page 7 in Lama Gimel. See Lama Gimel in the middle section. So, what Shlomo Zama goes on to say, this is famous Chiddush, if a guy's sleeping and he's in the sukkah, and the Shaza came up on one of the Shiva's Nays Yisrael. They had a lot of Bochum staying, limited room, and the Shaza got to Shlomo Zalman. Can they have X amount of Bochum fall asleep there and then have a second shift? And Gershon, this is your thing. This is dead weight, but they'll get five strong Bochum. And lift him up on his cot and bring him out. Because he's sleeping, he's not five anyway. Is that lift neither? Mamish taking him out of his mitzvah. You're removing him. Is that a problem of um, messing up the guy's mitzvahs, Lifnever, on um, preventing him from doing the mitzvah continually? So Shlomo Zalman said, not really. It's a He says, not chayv mitzvahs now. He went to sleep with the right da, so get the schar. And he's like a shaita now. You can carry a shaita out. So to make room, and you take him out, you make more room. Now, again, you can only do this once because the bachram who were taken out might wonder why they woke up in the dorm. And then next time they might look for a different venue. But either works once, doesn't work. But in theory, he says he's not chayev, and therefore if you fall asleep on him, you don't have to wake him up. And if he's asleep already, you can take him out. Why is that? So look at Lama Gimel. Kivin the Labachivu canal nearishainam at Siam of Atomikim. It's for Yamim Vatalim, he's not a Bachivu. Ella Dafa Pikain. Imkishanisha Lisha and Yadehu Shumafas Chesa Mokom. That's the Raya I was saying before. If he knows what's going on, either he knows he's not an Inus because the alarm didn't work yesterday or the day before, or here he knows they plan on moving Bochum. It was the information was leaked. He says it's not to go to sleep there if he's gonna be removed. So he says, No, the guy's a shaitan to me to sleep. This is, this raises all sorts of Halachic and theological issues. He's a shaitan gum, he's asleep. So, how about if a guy goes to sleep, nobody removes him, and then he wakes up, and he still plans to stay in there, wakes up all night. Is that thing new bracha? He was a shaitan in between. Yeah, it's a new, a new Maisa Mitzvah. So, he says, No, that's not true. The whole of the bracha. It's the same guy in the sukkah, sleeping, wakes up, goes back to sleep, he doesn't have to make a new bracha. He stays in there, doesn't have to make a bracha. If you wear tzitzis to sleep, it's a shayla whether maybe the zman wasn't, uh, is not zman tzitzis, it's a suffix bracha, but also the fact had it been during the day, the fact he's asleep, doesn't require a new bracha when he wakes up. See, it doesn't require a new bracha. Question is, 
How l'chatchila? This is a serious issue. You're carrying somebody out of a makom where he's doing a mitzvah. Lifneiver shayla. How l'chatchila is this suggestion? So Rosham Azaman itself will discuss the ins and out of it, but we're a little bit out of time, so we will Mitzvahshem go back to it on Monday night. In the meantime, don't get anybody sleeping involved in any of areas and moving out of sukkah is not too nogay. Um, can you take off a guy's uh, tzitzis while he's sleeping? I don't know why you want to, but uh, it's a shmir also, but for the mitzvah, let's assume a begadian is chayv at night. The mother who's always trying to do laundry can't get, sometimes with kids, they can't get the clothing off of them. They just insist, it's fine, ma. It's good, you wash it some other time. Can she peel it off of him while he's sleeping? According to Montgomery, Begadian is chayv at night. That would be an interesting scenario. Shalom says he's sleeping. Now, if you take it off of him, you have to make it a bracha when you put it back. But is it mutter? Mitzvah Shem will get to that on Monday.